Hello, everybody. Hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says podcast number 435. Yes, I've been doing it that long. Folks, can we just get right to it? Good. People always talk about how life is easy. And I would like to say to those people, shut up. You're lying to everybody. Life is not easy. Life is actually quite hard in some cases. But what life is. It's simple or it could be simple if you do the right things, right? Everybody, well, if I had some money, man, life would be easy. Really? Have you ever done any research on people that actually have lots of money and see what the heck happens to them? You don't have an easier life because you have money in some cases. Sometimes having a lot of money makes your life harder. I've never been rich or wealthy, but I've been around them and it. From the outside looking in, you're looking at these people. There was a group of people I knew. It was like one. It was like the Huxtables almost. I had a group of people around me like that back in the day when I, you know, when I was doing comedy. I was hanging around people that had real money. Should have gave me some of that money to cheap bastards. But that's another story. <laughs> Don't judge me. Shut up. Back to the story. But it was like one's a doctor, one's a lawyer. One produces this and one produces that. One's a this, one. and they're both making the kind of money where if. The other one didn't work. Their lifestyle really wouldn't change that much. That's how much money these bastards had, okay? And from the outside looking in, you see the big fancy house. Whoa! You see the two expensive cars. Oh! In fact, there's four expensive cars because they got their kids' cars. Oh! Teenagers with the kind of car that I can't even afford. Oh! Little piece of god <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i'm sure they listen to this podcast and i don't want them getting mad at me because they have enough money to make me disappear i mean no they don't <laughs> i'm gonna edit that part out f y'all back to the story but they have money but it seems like the problems are gone because they have money but if you really think about it all you're ever really doing in life is trading one set of problems for another set of problems our problem may be not being able to afford certain things they can afford those things but what comes with that is a bunch of deadbeat bastards who know you have money relatives you haven't seen since 1973 friends that you haven't seen in a million and a half years and their punk asses show up with their hands out like you're going to give them some of the money that you work for. Hell no. Maybe you have children who've never had to struggle. You had to struggle. You had to pay your way through medical school or law school or whatever the heck you're doing. Maybe you had to struggle at a corner store, which turned into a supermarket, which turned into a chain of supermarkets. Maybe you had to work on an app 20 hours a day and everybody told you you were an idiot. Then all of a sudden, Google or Apple buys the daggone thing from, from, from you for X number of dollars, generational wealth. But people don't realize that the generational wealth came to you after 25 years of busting your behind and being told you're a loser and having a girlfriend or a boyfriend tell you you're never going to amount to anything, dropping you and running off and going to get married to a discount version of you. Or maybe it's a bunch of friends that were hanging around with you and they become successful first. And because you're not successful yet, they just kind of disappear and ghost your punk ass. And all of a sudden they don't remember you, right? 
but then inevitably you catch up to their punk asses. You pass their punk asses. They have networks of 15 million. You just sold your app for 700 million or 3 billion or whatever it is. And now you got all the bread. You got all the money, baby. And you don't have to worry about anything except, like I said, deadbeat bastard showing up. Your ex-girlfriend who dropped your punk ass because you were broke. All of a sudden, her husband mysteriously dies. I didn't realize you couldn't drink rat poison in his favorite drink. <laughs> okay, maybe not that because she'd be in jail. But they do drop his punk ass and she shows back up at your house. Hey, remember when I told you we were a complete loser and would never amount to anything? Well, now that you've actually amounted to stuff, I would like to get, start getting it on with you again and spending your money. <laughs> Why are you sicking your dogs on me? Row, 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 row. Get her. Bite the dead be- Bite her. Oh, row, row, you bastard. I can't believe you suck your dogs on me. <laughs> But as it turns out, they have problems, too. They have problems, too. Life is simple, but it's not easy. And the way we make things easier in our life, or more simple, I should say, is, I put it this way. You know how much you appreciate the people that solve problems for you, right? When you start getting a little bit of money, the first thing you start doing is you start eliminating things you don't want to do, right? You get to a certain level of income. You're not rich, but you're doing pretty good. You have a maid come in once a week to clean the house. Hey, and you start getting used to your house being clean all the time instead of the pigsty it was before you started hiring the maid service. Oh, you start making a little bit more money and having the maid come every day. Oh, which she doesn't mind because she's getting paid more money. And also because she's there every day, the house never really gets that dirty because she keeps it clean. And now you're, you're used to the house even being cleaner. Yay. Hey, this having money thing is pretty good. You know what else I don't like doing? I don't like cooking. Hmm. How much does it cost to have a personal chef? That's much. I can afford that now with my new position. And now all of a sudden you have someone coming to your house to clean your house and someone coming to your house to cook for you. In fact, he or she or they, they cook your grub, right? And instead of staying there all the time, they cook grub for you. And then they actually package meals. So you never really have to touch the oven. You don't even know how to set the clock on the oven because you never touch the stove. Ooh. So now you don't have to clean. You don't have to cook. Fantastic. Two things that make your life more simple, even a little more easy. Mm. And as you start to make more money, you start going, hmm, what other what other things can I eliminate? Hmm. It's wintertime coming up. You know, I don't like shoveling snow. Maybe I will pay those kids to shovel the snow. But a lot of times they don't do it the right way. And I wind up having to go after their punk asses and shovel the snow myself. The little punk ass, punk ass, chump ass, punk ass kids. Wait a second. I remember a guy that dropped a card and he said, wait a minute. I know what I could do. I could have my driveway and my sidewalk ripped up and put heating elements underneath the sidewalk. So now I don't have to shovel crap yeah and the guys come over to your house they rip up the sidewalk it takes about a week or so and then all of a sudden the sidewalk is back to where it was and the, the winter shows up and you almost kind of forgot that you did it in fact you completely forgot that you did it the snow comes and you're like ah oh, dag nabbit friggin snow i don't want to have to deal with that crap now i gotta get in line with people wait a minute no i don't have to get in line with people 
My personal chef was here and my refrigerator was stocked. And he has a truck. So that means he can come to the house and cook the food even when it's snowing outside. Fantastic. Ha ha ha. Problem solved. Right? Snow comes and you're like, yeah, well, go downstairs. You put on your boots. You put on your, your outfit. You get your shovel. You dig out the rock salt. You're already dreading that you have to do that crap. You look out the window and your driveway in the front of your house looks the same way it did when it was summertime. You had forgotten that you put the heating elements under the ground. You ain't got a shovel crap. Oh, this is good. And that's how money can make your life easier. Yeah. And we all want to have money, right? We all want to have people around us that make our lives easier. Even your friends and loved ones. If you pick the right people, make your life easier. If you really think about it, this has nothing necessarily to do with money. It just means that someone makes your life easier. Think about it. Don't your friends, your boys, your girls, don't they make your life easier, right? You're sitting at home by yourself. You got all this time to kill. You got to, you know, you're either off because your job is over and you're just chilling or it's the weekend and you want something to do and you have nothing to do. You can't think of anything to do. But Bill and Tom can. You call Bill and Tom up. Hey, you two bastards. I'm off this weekend with your punk ass doing. Hey, man, we ain't doing. We gonna go to the thing and do some stuff. Hey, hey, man, why don't you just come to the thing and do some stuff with us? Yeah. And you go with them and you come to the thing and do some stuff with them. And you have a fantastic weekend. Their friendship solved the problem. Your problem was loneliness and boredom. And those two bastards solved that problem for your punk ass by being fun and always having good stuff to do you're damn right right if you really think about it think about your wingman when you're out at a, at, a, at a bar trying to pick up the ladies your wingman he's a guy that has no problem talking to the ladies i'm a great wingman i'm great at breaking the ice with delicious women right i can walk up to a group of delicious women even with my short goofy looking dumbass and for some reason the women go hey he's a short goofy looking dumbass but he's charming one of us will bang him. <laughs> Sorry, it's true. Hate all you want. <laughs> but I really did. I really never had any problem talking to really to, to ladies. I just never did. So I would always be the one that would go over there and blah, 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 blah. And while I'm talking to my friend who was a little more shy with talking to ladies. Hey, it's Anthony. What's going on? Hey, delicious women that we really want to have sex with later. Here's my a friend right now who's... Roughly the same average level of attractiveness as I am, but he doesn't have my charm and charisma, but he's going to try to, you know, siphon off some of my charm and charisma, and hopefully one of you will have sex with him as well. You know what? You're so charming and charismatic. My friend, unfortunately, he she's going to get to bang you. I was going to bang you myself, but she got to you first. But your friend looks is basically as goofy looking as you are, and if you give him your seal of approval... I'll lower my standards enough to bang him. Well, thank you, delicious woman. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. But you know what I'm saying. I have no problem talking to, to delicious women. I can just walk up and start talking to them. I feel, and, me, and mainly because I, I just, you know, I'm funny, obviously. And, I, you know, I'm charming, obviously. And let's be honest. I, I was just kidding about my looks. I'm a, a delicious little chocolate snowman holding. I'm going to feel my own ass. You know what, ladies? I get it. I get it. I, I get why you like doing that. Hold on for a minute. Man, my ass feels great. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <laughs> I'll go back to that when the show's over. <laughs> Don't judge me. F y'all back to the story. 
So I have no problem. We'd start talking to the ladies. And because I'm there as the wingman, as the, as the charm opener, I made my friend's life easier. He couldn't talk to those ladies without being, oh, damn, oh, damn, um, um, and another thing, uh, awkward silence, uh, stupid things that are inappropriate, not ra- not sexually inappropriate, but in meaning too much information and the kind of thing that would make a woman, even if she had already decided she wanted to date you or get it on with you, the kind of thing that would make her go, you know what, I changed my mind, I'm not getting it on with you or dating you, and I'm going to walk away because you're a loser. I think, I think that's what he would sound like almost, when, you know what I'm saying, but I made his life easier. And as my friends, they make my life easier because I get to hang around with a bunch of cool dudes who are fun to be with. It's a mutual, easier life society. That's what your friends are, a mutual, easier life society. They make your life easier. They make your life more simple. And also, if you think about it, why did you get married? Most people, why did you get married? You don't want to be on the dating circuit chasing different men and women, trying to get it on with them, right? You go out with somebody, you know, you think everything's cool. And the next thing you know, you have hepatitis 27 because they, you know, because you didn't, you didn't vet them. You got a little cocky because you were getting it on with so many people, right? You wind up catching quadruple this and quadruple that. and You got to get shots in the butt or you might catch something that you can't get rid of. I have friends that that happened to when I was in my 20s, right? They will literally remain nameless because there's no way in hell I'm saying their names, but they know who they are. But in the grand scheme of things, if you really think about it, what is a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a husband or a wife? What are they? They solve a problem for you. What is the problem? You want somebody to get it on with on a regular basis, somebody that you like, somebody that you trust, somebody that's going to be there for you when you grow old. Maybe you want to have children. Maybe you always wanted to be a spouse and a parent. And this person solves that problem. So many problems they solve. I want to have kids. This person can help you have kids. I want to have somebody I can get it on with on a regular basis. This person gets it on with you on a regular basis. I don't want to catch any diseases out there. This person's not going to help you catch any diseases because they're only getting it on with you and you don't have any diseases. Problem solved for the most part, right? If you notice the people that you're closest to are the ones that solve the problems for you. The things you like to do the most, the moment when you get an opportunity, when you get money, when you get power, is you do things and you have people around you and you have things around you that solve problems. It's very easy to see as you move up the hierarchy of needs that when you get to the top transcendence, the top transcendence, there's really no place else to go. That's why nobody really gets there. <laughs> You're always striving for it, for it. So what I'm saying is our lives become very, very simple and a lot easier. The more problems we can eliminate. Now, we're not all going to become rich. I know that. But we can help each other solve problems. Even the little things during the course of the day are problem solved, right? You're running to an elevator. You're going to be late. Oh, no. <laughs> and then that person holds the elevator door. Problem solved. They helped you from being late. Right? 
you're feeling bad. Oh, ho, 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 ho. You go to the doctor, they run some tests, and then you find out there was nothing seriously wrong with you. You just need to eat this and drink that and little simple things that you can change. And all of a sudden, you start feeling good again. That doctor solved a problem. Yeah. You don't feel like parking downtown. It costs too much money. It's a pain in the neck. I don't want to deal with that crap. Oh, no. How is that problem solved? Uber or Lyft or whatever the hell or a relative that owes you money. <laughs> that problem is solved. You don't like going to the supermarket and I don't like going to the supermarket. I don't like shopping. I don't like getting the cart. I don't like carrying my own bags into the you feel like a punk with 10 bags in the cart. You walk into the store. A lot of times the cart sucks. You got to get around a bunch of other people who block up the aisles because they think that conversation about who had the who has the best shoes or whose watch is cooler is more important than letting other people walk down the aisles to get the crap that they want to get the bastards. You get in line with a bunch of dopes who act like they've never used a credit card before, right? Or who don't take, who don't even start taking out their money until the cashier's three quarters of the way of ringing up that crap. Then they re, oh, I gotta go get some bags in my car. I don't want to spend six bucks to get bags while I'm here. I'm gonna run out to the car that's all the way on the other side of the parking lot. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to run. I'm going to walk leisurely. It's not like you can do anything about it. She's already rang up half my crap. It's not like she can void it out and start with another person. So you're literally going to have to stand in line with your ice cream and your eggs and your uncured hot dogs while I walk down the freaking parking lot in full view of everyone in this big giant window as I look over my shoulder and smile realizing and knowing and not caring that everybody in that line would literally beat me to death if it was legal to do so <laughs> yeah I said it think I'm being exaggerating you're standing in line and people behind you I don't know about you, but if it was legal to beat her to death, I would literally do it. I would also do it if it was legal to do so, but it isn't, so we're not going to. Yeah, that's the only reason. And I'm in front of them like, hey guys, that's the kind of talk you want to keep inside your head. Yeah, you're right. I don't know about you, but I would whoop his ass too if it was legal to do so. Yeah, he's over there talking about us. I think we should whoop his ass if it was legal to do so. Yeah, I definitely, I can hear you guys. Yeah, we know that. There's two of us and one of you. Yeah, I, I actually I actually know how to fight. I did not factor that in. Neither did I. Yeah, I, I would pretty, I'm pretty sure I could probably kick the crap out of both of you losers. Oh, well, we're going to shut up now? Yeah, we, I didn't take that into account. <laughs> back to the story, F y'all. So she comes back walking through and has the nerve to sit there and start a little bit of a conversation with the security guard. Meanwhile, everybody behind me, my whole back of my head is wet because it's a whole bunch of people behind me going, oh God, what's she come on? Right, I got her, you know what I'm saying? And she wound up costing me money because I had to buy a damn umbrella to stand in line so I would not be covered with more rivers and spit and then she comes back and buys her stuff right but if I had my way if it was possible for me to do so logistically I wouldn't stand in line and wait in line with that crap I just have that crap brought to me but it's kind of expensive to have that crap brought to you 
And of course, I would feel obliged to give the person that brought it to me like 10 or 20 bucks for bringing it, which I don't have a problem with. I would have no problem because you know damn well if you tip the person who delivers your groceries, because maybe you spend like $150 on groceries and you give this person 10, 20 bucks, you know, daggone well, you're going to have a whole bunch of good bananas, a whole bunch of good apples. Your eggs aren't going to be cracked. Your food's still going to be cold. Yeah, I said it because there's going to be somebody who's going to buy $150, $200 worth of stuff and ain't going to tip them crap why should i tip him that's his job that's her job but not realizing that the person touching your food is going to be all alone with your food and angry at you and that person just like every human other human being has a buttocks armpits spit and genitals and i have a really good feeling that any of your uncovered foods or exposed foods will be exposed to those areas of their bodies enjoy the buttocks chip you no tipping bastard <laughs> that's why i tip good it's worth it's worth giving up the 20 dollars so i don't have ass rubs on my sandwich you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know what i'm saying so what i'm saying like i said folks Everything in life could be a lot easier and a lot simpler. Oh, we would just surround ourselves with people who make our lives easier. Great friends, a good spouse and taking advantage of the skills of the people around us. Right now, granted, we're not rich. By the way, if at some point in the future I am rich and I look back and I like say I'm going back through my old episodes and I hear this and at some point in the future I'm rich, I would just like to say to the rich person in the future, thanks. <laughs> and me in the future is probably looking back on, <laughs> I'm rich now. I actually have an assistant listening to this episode. I'm too good to do that crap. <laughs> F you broke me. <laughs> Excuse me, I would like to talk to future me. F you, punk. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be rich, you, you punk ass, chump ass. I'm sorry, I'm now going to be rich me talking back to current me. Yeah, well, I am rich now, bitch. Now shut up. <laughs> I can't believe I argue, argue with myself in front of thousands of people, maybe millions at some point. <laughs> F y'all, back to me. So, what I'm saying is listen, let's just all try to make our lives easier. Let's try to make the lives of the people around us easier. It's an easy thing to do, right? If you really think of it, right now there's a whole bunch of people whose commute I am making a lot easier. I know there's a whole bunch of you right now listening to me through whatever app you listen to podcasts on in your car. And I want to say thank you. I also would like to say, could you turn the air conditioner down? My nipples are poked out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Turn that down. This is getting awkward. <laughs> F y'all. Back to me. So thank you for listening, folks. This has been episode 435. Look, do me a favor, you bastards. If you love this podcast, and you do, do me a favor. Rate and review this podcast on whatever your podcatcher you're listening to it on five stars damn it and make sure that you tell a friend or tell a bunch of friends you bastards and your relatives you bastards and make sure you spread the word about this podcast because as i make your life easier in traffic and easier on the treadmill and if you're kinky easier while you're making love right imagine you got some headphones on listen to this incredible podcast your significant other has some headphones and as you're sitting there going ooh, ee, ooh, ee, ooh, in between making those sounds you're going ooh, ee. 
wow, he's insightful. Ooh, ee, ooh, ooh, he's hilarious. Ooh, ee, ooh, I can't wait to tell other people about his podcast. Ah, <laughs> I'm sure that's happening. <laughs> and, if, and if it does happen, please, I would like films of it. I promise not to put it out. I'll just use it for my own purposes. And what those purposes are are none of your business. Don't judge me. Shut up. Just send it. <laughs> Moving on. So I just want to say much love to you guys. Thank you for coming back to listen to this show. I do love you as much as you love me, my friends. And I will see you again next time. And also, if the, the people that were that, that are really going to be listening to my podcast while getting it on, I really do want those films. <laughs> I'll see you guys later.